0: Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the best show on the internet, Reddit Readings. Today we're taking a dive into the archives of Today I Fucked Up. Make sure you're following along, drop us a review if you've got a second, and if you don't like ads and like the episodes, check out our Patreon for less ads and more episodes. Right, grab your tea and your popcorn, and let's dive right in. Tonight. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 118. Today I fucked up. This one's from Can't Math At All. Today I fucked up by believing I was allergic to chocolate for 32 years. I was never very healthy as a young child, and my mum was strict. I was born 35 weeks and quite sick and had various difficulties with my physical health as a small child. Though cognitively fine, I needed a lot of early physical therapy and still seemed clumsy with an unusual gait and have stunted growth. I even had to ride the short bus with the special ed kids in kindergarten and first grade because I was so much smaller, weaker, and frequently ill. But I found ways to get into the same kind of mischief as other kids my age. I remember once sneaking some really good chocolate that my mum had hid. I couldn't be more than four? My mum screeched at me and said I couldn't have any. I was allergic to chocolate. Since she was the one mostly looking after my health, I took her at her word and never ate chocolate again. Even if offered, I would politely refuse and say I was allergic. I would freak out if I accidentally ate or drank chocolate and feel shitty. I've never eaten more than an accidental bite of anything chocolate, though I am a complete fiend for nearly all kinds of gummy and fruit-flavored candy. Luckily, I believed it was not triggered by cross-contamination, so all I have to do is never eat chocolate. This was especially a pain as I've been to Germany a few times and missed out, or so I was told. I don't know very much about what chocolate tastes like but recently at 32 i visited my mum we were out of coffee one morning so she offered chocolate covered coffee beans confused i refused and said that she of all people should know i'm allergic to chocolate she told me herself i remember she stared at me for several long seconds then burst out laughing. You remember that from when you were little? And you still don't eat chocolates? I only told you you were allergic to stop you begging for treats or raiding my own stash. I thought you knew that by now. I'm really angry. All that chocolate I never had. You should absolutely sue your mother for back pay in chocolate. She should absolutely be delivering a pallet of every type of chocolate imaginable straight to your doorstep. But then again, to be fair, you probably should have figured that out before the age of 32. You know, like when you ate some chocolate and nothing happened. This next one is from Lama Zarej. Today I fucked up by sending my kitchen knife to a professional knife grinder. My sister is a single mom and several years back we were both looking for a new place to live at the same time, so we decided to share a house for some time. I had a really fun time with my nephew who was 6 years old back then. His father did not care for him and he was out of the picture, so I spent a lot of time with him, taught him how to ride a bike and everything. One day he decided to make himself some lemon ice. He filled a plastic bag with lemon juice and water and put it in the freezer. A day later, I was sitting in the living room when I heard a strange noise from the kitchen. I went to investigate and nearly had a heart attack. There was my nephew standing on a little stool. Before him, a chunk of ice the size of his head. In his right hand, he was swinging a meat hammer. In the left hand, He had my razor-sharp and expensive Japanese kitchen knife, and he was merrily hammering away on the knife, using it as a chisel. I calmly asked him to stop, so as to not startle him while he was handling the very dangerous knife. I asked him why he was using the knife as a chisel, and he told me, I thought to myself that ice is pretty hard. I'll need the best damn tools I can get my hand on. Okay, I can't argue with that logic and reasoning, and I could hardly be mad since it was my fault for not storing the knife in a safe location. I was only glad he would not hurt himself. Unfortunately, the tip of the knife had already broken off. I told him not to use the knife without supervision and how dangerous it was and put it away where he could not reach it. Years have gone by. They have long moved out and live at their own place. Next year he will finish school. We still see each other often and he comes to visit his uncle. Every time I used the knife and saw the broken tip, I was reminded of my nephew and the fun times we had when he was little. And I must have told the story of how the tip broke off dozens of times, every time someone was using the knife in my kitchen. A few weeks back, I saw an ad from a knife grinding company online, and I sent the knife in for what they call a great inspection. Polishing, reworking the handles, grinding breakouts out of the blade and sharpening. Today, I got it back. And they did a marvelous job. It looks like a new knife. Razor sharp. And the broken tip is gone. They completely reground the blade. Only at that moment did I realize that the knife was worth more to me with a broken tip. Now it's just a kitchen knife again. Its history and the attached memories erased from the blade. This one was posted by Hollows of Your Heart. Today I fucked up by disappointing a man who wanted to get laid by a maid. I'm a professional house cleaner in a large city. My first house today was beautiful and pretty big, 4,000 square foot. I had never cleaned this house before today. It's kind of interesting to clean the home of people you have never actually met while they are not home. I never snoop, but I do learn about people just by the state of their home or whatever is out. These people seemed like they really needed us. I would guess they're busy and don't have much time for cleaning and organizing, but definitely have an active sex life judging by the master bedroom. I love cleaning dirty houses and I was like amping myself up, doing a mini Rocky training montage warm up and finding the perfect music to work to, Pantera. I was sweating like four hours in, but I was getting this house sparkling. All I had left to clean were the floors when a man walked in. I welcomed him home and let him know I just needed to clean the floors and would be finished soon. He looked super confused and then kind of grinned and asked if I was his birthday gift. I didn't really know what he meant. Maybe his wife scheduled the service on his birthday? I just answered with, maybe. Happy birthday, Mr. Henricks. To which he looked even more confused and told me his name was not Henricks. Well, that's because his next door neighbor, my actual client, is Mr. Henricks. I walked my happy ass into the wrong fucking house and cleaned the hell out of it. And then the guy who lives there came and thought I was a sex worker role-playing as a house cleaner hired by his wife as a birthday present. I was so totally embarrassed explaining myself to this guy and my boss. The entry instructions in the app said the client wouldn't be home and there was a key under the mat. There was no key under the mat, but the front door was unlocked. This is not even the first time in my life that I've let myself into the wrong house, although the first time was not a work thing. On the plus side, dude was so happy with how clean his house was that I finished the floors and he paid me what my company would have charged him, plus a tip. If you're a cleaner and often find yourself wandering into the wrong place, feel free to wander in here, it's a mess. I can only offer tea and popcorn in exchange though, I'm afraid. You could also wander into our Patreon and check out the four bonus episodes that we release there exclusively every month. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a
1: trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting to your happy place for a happy price go to your happy price, price line
0: this next one was posted by today I fucked up why me today I fucked up telling my parents about my inheritance my 36 female sister died 6 months ago from a heart condition she practically raised me so it's pretty difficult to deal with I'm in my final year of university and have failed every single class this semester. She'd be disappointed, but it is what it is. My sister never married, never had children. I lived with her near campus. She ran her successful side business. I got to help her occasionally as a paid intern. She worked a lot, but not to support us. She wanted to retire by the time she was 40. She would have been done in four years and her heart had to fail her first. When she died, her attorney read her will to me. She had left everything to me. She had an extremely large amount of money put away for her retirement and side accounts for various activities for her retirement. I was unaware, but she had made several real estate investments so she could continue living a comfy lifestyle once she retired. She left her 2006 Subaru to me and willed our current house to me as well." She had explained she wanted to use this house for college housing eventually. This was all extremely overwhelming to hear. She left nothing to my parents, but as they didn't know she had assets, they willingly paid for the funeral and any other associated costs. My sister was no contact with our parents and I'm very low contact. We are the only two children. At the funeral, my parents asked me how I was going to continue going to college without her money. (laughs) Ha, lol. They thought she paid for them. Psych! I have student debt. I told them I'd continue to take out loans. They asked about my living arrangements and I shrugged. At the time, I didn't know all the details anyway. Well, two weeks ago, I found out my parents tried to sell my sister's house whilst I was living there. They brought a realtor and toured our home and everything. It was all on the cameras set up in our home. When I called them and informed them I'd be calling the police, they explained the situation. I told them it's my home and it was willed to me. They couldn't sell it. They were confused heavily. I told them to meet at my attorney's and set a time. Cue today. My attorney explained the will to my parents. My mother went white as a sheet, and my father was grumbling about suing me for his rightful money plus the cost of the funeral. My mother began ugly sobbing, telling the attorney he was wrong. Her daughter would not leave the house to someone like me? The attorney cut the meeting short, and now we're preparing for the inevitable lawsuit coming my way. I just want to sleep and avoid all of this. Just some added info. Mum is a stay-at-home mum, but like the kind who spends her life at the country club, not the involved kind. My dad is a businessman and is typically on business trips for weeks at a time. They live, as they call it, lower-upper class. Great story. Not entirely sure where the fuck-up is. It's not like you had the choice to tell them. You sort of had to. Our next one is from rbrock3509. Today I fucked up by going in my wife's purse without asking. I fucked up late last night. I heard my wife's phone ringing in her purse. She was already in bed, so I reached in there to get it and hand it to her. When I went to retrieve the phone, I also saw some candy in there. So I got the pack of candy out also and ate the small pack of like 11 pieces of Sour Patch Kids. I woke up about 3am in the morning having to use the bathroom, when I went to stand up, I felt real woozy. I thought this was because I was recently diagnosed with MS and I thought it was a side effect of my MS. I stumbled on the bathroom and I had to sit on the toilet just to pee. I got back to bed and could not hold a coherent thought in my head. I'm thinking, oh my god, if MS is causing this confusion, there is no way I can live like this. My mind is steady racing. I wake my wife up and tell her how I feel. I tell her if I don't wake up or if I go crazy, tell my kids I love them. She asked me if I went to the ER. I said no because my dad suffers from panic attacks and anxiety. He goes to the ER twice a week because of it. I was thinking maybe I might just be having a panic attack. I was like, my wife has good insurance on me. So if I do die, they'll be taken care of. I finally fall back asleep. My wife wakes up to go to work the next morning. She asks does she need to call into work and take me to the doctor. I told her no. She then walks to my side of the bed and sees the empty candy wrapper. And she asks me, did you eat my candy? I get a good look at the candy wrapper she's holding up since all the lights are on. I see her holding the empty wrapper of what I thought was Sour Patch Kids gummies. They were actually edibles called Stony Patch Kids. Then she starts laughing and says, That's what I get for going in her purse without asking. This one's from Working Mango 3801. Today I fucked up by accidentally stealing a neighbor's mangoes and they've been trying to catch me for a month. I've been in lockdown in Shanghai, China for two months. During the first month, residents were basically under house arrest, unable to leave the house to buy groceries. So my neighbor's organized group by where the entire building order food together one day i as usual sneaked out of the building to hang out with friends in a different district came back around 11:30 p.m and saw a basket on the front desk with a couple of mangoes in there i thought those are up for grabs because they were in an open styrofoam fruit box looking half empty so i took some and went back to my room the third day, a friend living in my building came up to visit and said the group by chat was trying to catch a mango thief. I freaked out and went back to check the group chat. Someone said she bought a box of mangoes, couldn't find them, asked if someone mistakenly took those, and five minutes later, another guy, let's call him detective, said, let me go check the security cameras. And the guy went to check hours of footage from two security cameras in the lobby then uploaded screenshots and videos of me taking those mangoes in the group chat. Jesus! The good thing was, because I was sneaking out of the building, I tried to stay low by wearing a beanie, a gigantic mask, and an oversized jacket. The hallway was very dark anyways and even my mum wouldn't be able to tell that it was me. The bad thing was, that just made me look like a thief! Also that was already day three, and I kind of ate all the mangoes already. So the detective guy went back to check five hours of footage of the camera at the main entrance from 6.30 p.m. to 11.30 p.m. Again, because I sneaked in, I was not shown on those footages. Then the detective guy and his neighbors, who were obviously bored to death, started speculating. They first thought I was male because of the jacket and the beanie, then female based on my shoulder to head ratio and cut of my pants, apparently. That I live in floor 1-3 to three on the west side. I don't. That I must have went back to the garage to grab something from my car before coming back into the building, since I wasn't carrying a bag. I don't own a car, and I needed a bag to carry my PS4 controller and some games to the friend's house. That I must be an experienced thief, because I went straight to the pile of mangoes and started putting them into my bag. I mean, for fuck's sakes, I didn't even know they were private property. Anyway... In the past month, I tried to buy some mangoes to give back to the neighbor, but my order kept getting cancelled, so I haven't succeeded. I went back to check the price of the entire box and it was around 10 bucks. Last night, it's been a month since the mango snafu, I got invited to one of the neighbor's houses for dinner. We drank and talked about random things until Detective Guy showed up. He quickly started reviewing the mango case all over again, including the fact that he recently went back to the crime scene to reproduce my route. So there I was, the mango thief, sitting next to the enthusiastic amateur mango detective. His next-door neighbor, who just didn't want to hear one more word about mangoes. My next-door neighbor, who's a policewoman and an expert in thief cases. And the host... ...who had no idea what was going on. I can totally see how that would happen and play out. People go mad during lockdowns. This next one's from sadroll5296. Today I fucked up by dumping a massive turd in Ikea. So I made a new account for this one because it's just too embarrassing... It happens about a year ago. I'm healthy and I eat well and enough fiber. But for some reason, I usually don't poop for up to like two week intervals. And then suddenly I'll go two or three times in the same day. And the poop is massive. Like minimum a foot long every time. And I'm five foot nine. It goes smoothly and is expeditive. But when I have to go, I have to go. Today I fucked up when I went to Ikea with my girlfriend for a bookcase and some outside chairs and suddenly, I need to go. My girlfriend says, oh please wait until we scan these at checkout, I can't lift the furniture by myself. I decide to wait to help her but when we get in line, we notice it is pretty long. Still I decide to wait with her, but like I said, when I gotta go, I gotta go. It's urgent. So after about two minutes, I just tell her, I'm sorry, but I need to go. And she's pissed, all right, and complaining. But I just head to the bathroom before it's too late. I get in, and thankfully, the bathroom is empty. The first stool's toilet's full of toilet paper and piss. I'm like, ugh, fuck that, and go to the next one. In there, I unload. The most massive turd I have ever done. I don't know about your IKEA, but in ours the toilets are gigantic. Still the poop reached the bottom of the tunnel and climbed out all the way to the outside of the toilet. It was at least three foot long. I was amazed and scared all at the same time. I flushed first before I wiped because I'm used to having plumbing problems. It does not go. It does not go! So here I am panicking, but there's nothing I can do. So I make sure no one's outside and I go in the first stool to wipe my butt so the paper doesn't clog the toilet with the poop. But turns out this one was clogged already, explaining the paper and urine left in it. I get out and begin to wash my hands when another customer arrives. I watch him in the mirror discreetly and in terror as he does just like I did goes in the first door and decides, ew, that is way too disgusting, so moves to the other stall, the one with the three-foot-long turd in it. I'm panicking, but I decide to stay cool and act like I just peed in the urinals. As I'm drying my hands, I watch him as he slowly opens the stall's door and just stands there staring. He just lets go a very weak, high-pitched and discouraged oh man it's so funny i can barely hold in my laugh so i get out as fast as i can without running and meet my girlfriend waiting for me outside more pissed than ever after scanning the items all by herself i go to her and before she can say anything i say look we need to leave now as i'm giggling aloud She looks at me very puzzled but slightly amused as I take the cart and start pushing it, half running towards the exit. No way am I going to be known in Ikea as the MASSIVE TURDER! Once outside and safe, I tell her the whole story and she laughed and forgave me for leaving her at the checkout line. Oh man, is one of our favorite calls now oh man i'm sorry guys that is it for this episode thank you very much for watching if you have a second please go check out our patreon four episodes a month for a dollar each how can you beat that and i always appreciate it if you can take a second to leave a review on this episode if you want to join our wonderful community check out our discord but until next time folks peace out